0: tanner Hendricks, and i'm brandon Kylie. we are very happy to go out to the brown and crouppen celebrity line an old friend dan zimborski he's the senior writer for fan you may know the zips projections over at FanGraphs. we've talked a little bit about those over the last couple of weeks talking about what we can expect from the cardinals in 2022 dan joins us now via the brown and crouppen celebrity line dan always appreciate the time man how you doing today
2: I'm doing well, Uh, and since you guys aren't the Rockies, you're probably happier with the (laughs) projection.
0: Well, it's it's a low bar to clear, but yeah, we are definitely happier, and we're happy that
1: that the Rockies exist, so Nolan Arenado is a part of the Cardinals. And I say that every day, Dan. I'm just happy we're not the Rockies. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you got the 50 million. Too. Don't forget that.
0: Yeah, you you got both. You got Nolan Arenado. You got $50 million. Andy didn't have to give up any of your top prospects. It's not bad to be a Cardinals fan right now. Dan, the the problem, though, for a lot of Cardinals fans is that that's all it is. It's, it's just it's not bad. You're, you're projecting them to be right around the 85 to 90 win threshold in your zips projections, the same way that you have basically for a decade now. Does this team in your mind, given the emergence last year of Tyler O'Neill and now having those other two big bats with Goldie and Arenado, do you feel like it has a higher ceiling than they've had in recent seasons or, or is it just the same old Cardinals in your mind?
2: Well, I think on the on fundamental level, the Cardinals are always assembled as a very solid team. No huge risks. Uh, reliant on a large base of players rather than a few stars to fuel it. And that does tend to limit, you know, the chances of having, you know, one of those crazy 105-win seasons. Uh, I don't think the offense is the limiting factor this year. It's it's quite solid. There's no real hole that you could say. I know, I know some people aren't too happy with the shortstop situation. They want Trevor's story. I think that the problems with Paul DeYoung is, are quite overrated. Uh, but, of course, that's, that's an argument we could have for a half an hour with, depending on who's where. I I think right now it's the pitching that's kind of the limit because to really, I mean, John, uh, I mean, Flaherty has, you know, tremendous upside. But, you know, Adam Wainwright is serviceable. He's durable, but he's also pretty old. The others are more inning eater types. Uh, I do think that the Cardinals could have used another starter to kind of boost that ceiling a little. Uh, but I, I'm pretty comfortable with them being an 85 to 90 win team, and that can very easily be good enough in the in the NL Central.
1: So Dan, let's talk a little bit about this offense that that you're you're pretty high on. I, I mean, I'm looking at your zips. So uh, Nolan Arenado's got the highest with a 4.5, but right below him is Tyler O'Neill at 4.4. 4, and everyone uh, saw what O'Neill did in the second half of last season. Uh, according to these zips, are you considering or projecting that Tyler O'Neill is just going to continue what he did in the second half this last year?
2: uh pretty uh, if, if you look at his, at, at his history, uh, Zips actually thought that he was, I mean, you look at to, 2020, that was a rough season, but from the hit data, uh, you know, velocity data and the like, Zips thought that was he was quite underrated for what he did, so there was a little, little I don't know if you want to necessarily call it bad luck, uh, but those kinds of things bounce out zips from his data this year i mean his average exit velocity was 93 miles per hour zip him is a nearly 600 slugging hitter this year uh, even better than the 560 he actually slugged so there are reasons for optimism he's in his prime right now this is probably as good as he's going to get uh, so i think you just ride it and enjoy it at this point
0: We're talking to Dan Zimborski, senior writer for Fangraphs, the founder of the Zips Projections over on Fangraphs. You can also give him a follow on Twitter at D Zimborski, S-Z-Y-M-B-O-R-S-K-I. Dan, who's the guy on the Cardinals that you're least comfortable with the projection that you have right now, whether it's because you think you might be over projecting them or because you think they have a chance to completely outperform what your projections are right now?
2: I I think Dylan Carlson in a way, because Zips does project some regression to the mean, but with so many complications around what is essentially a a lost 2020 season for a lot of players around that age. Uh, He did not get as many at-bats as he would have in a normal year. Uh, He was excellent in the minors in 2019. I think Zips could be underselling him a bit just because of the the unknowable long-term consequences of being a 21-year-old not getting a full development season in 2020. Uh, I think that's actually a problem generally with a lot of players of his type, the the, the excellent prospect close to the majors that, that lost time in 2020. But it's one of those things you can't really guess ahead of time. So I think I would actually take the over on Carlson.
1: Dan, uh, you mentioned the pitching staff and specifically the rotation, but when you look at the staff and hole with the rotation and the bullpen, are you still down on this group for the Cardinals, or do you feel like there might be a little bit more upside if you include the, the of the bullpen?
2: Uh, I, I think that depth is a concern. Uh, I don't think it's quite as deep as it has been in previous years. I, I would like to see another bullpen arm, not necessarily an elite one, but somewhere kind of in the middle of the bullpen, you know, one of those lower key uh, signings. And I I do think that another inning eater, although it's hard to say who's actually available at this point, but that would be helpful.
0: Dan, when you look at the rotation, one of the things that I I do wonder when it comes to projections, and I'd love to get your insight on this, how difficult is it to capture the Cardinals defensive prowess in something like this? Because you, you look at a guy like Steven Matz, for example, and he's basically been a league average pitcher for the vast majority of his career. I think the Cardinals are hoping that because their defense is so good behind him and you look at all the gold gloves that they had last year and you can see it there, they believe they can get more out of Steven Matz than what other teams have been able to thus far in his career. Are you able to capture that within the projections at all?
2: Uh, well, Zips is aware that the Cardinals are an excellent defensive team and projects them to be. Uh, if you look at the pictures list you, and you look at the ERA and the FIP and you compare them, you'll find that most of their best pictures have an ERA well under their FIP. Uh, Fl- Jack Flaherty by a quarter of a point. Uh, Adam Wainwright by a quarter of a point. Stephen Matz by about .15 runs. Uh, Dakota Hudson by more than a third of a run. Uh, so there is reason to believe that they can – ring the most out of these guys, uh, with, with, thanks to that defense. Uh, but you know, you have an even better picture. You can ring out a little more out of them too.
1: So, Dan, we we talked a lot about how with the way that this roster is right now, I mean, it seems like it's a two dog race in the NL Central between the Cardinals and the Brewers. And yes, the Cubs still make a move with the rumors of Carlos Correa with what your projections projections are going with for this Cardinals team. Are you looking at a team that could con- seriously contend for a World Series or do you feel like they're off from that?
2: Well, I, I, you know, any team that makes the playoffs has a good shot at winning the World Series, uh, especially if they win the division, the, the division uh, because you can skip that one-game wild card. Uh, I think that the Cardinals are the—if you look at the Cardinals versus the Brewers, the Cardinals are the more solidly built team, but the Brewers possibly have a little more upside simply because they have a little more volatility on that team. I think— in the best-case scenario, the Brewers can have a pitching, better pitching staff than Cardinals in the best-case scenario. And the Brewers have you know, a lot of high upside guys with a lot of risk around them. Uh, I think I like Keston here. Uh, is a lot of risk. But he could blow up. Uh, Christian yelich it's hard to know what they have in that point, but he could be the NL MVP. Uh, so I think it's a very close race. Uh, but I think that I'd prefer just for a, a stress blood pressure issue to to run the Cardinals and the Brewers.
0: Final question that I've got for Dan Zimborski of Fangraphs. He's joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Uh, Dan, if I told you, hey, you're going to be in John Mozalock's chair once things open back up after this lockout is over and you've got $10 million to go out and spend on the open market and you can spend it in any way that you want to, whether you divvy it up between three different guys that are kind of on the lower level of the market, or you just want to go out there and get one player that you think is going to improve this roster the best way possible. How would you allocate that? Whether it be individual players that you think would be interesting for the Cardinals or just a position or positions that you would throw it at, how would you allocate that $10 million if I gave it to you?
2: I think it would be fun. Uh, there's has been a lot of great inning eaters left in, in uh, free agency. I, I know you can't get Carlos Redon for $10 million, but once you put me in the chair, maybe I'll, I would trick you into letting me spend more. Uh, failing that, I think I would go after uh, you know a reliever with upside, uh, like Colin McHugh. He, that's the kind of player that I'd be interested in. Maybe Danny Duffy, just because he does have upside, and I like to have just upside around in the rotation where possible.
0: He's Dan Zimborski. Find his work over at Fangrafts. Give him a follow on Twitter at D Zimborski, S Z Y M B O R S K I. That's where you'll find his zips projections for the Cardinals in 2022. Dan, it's always great to catch up with you, man. Have a happy new year, and we'll talk with you again soon. Always fun. Thanks for having me on, guys. You got it. That's Dan Zimborski here on 101 ESPN.